Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. Wait, we're, we're, we're actually doing this? Yes, yes, here we are again. People can see my face this time. Long Hi, story. everyone. Hi, everyone. Good evening, afternoon, whenever you happen to listen. And welcome to the kickoff, a presentation of the W2M Network online at W2M Net. Eric, bravo on nailing that, by the way. Much appreciated. You're welcome. I figure after the times that I messed something up, I would have to go and get something right because I practice at certain things. I apologize. Yours truly was family occupied. It was literally a family show reason for me. The last time that I missed the show, I was visiting my niece and my nephew. And then last week, well, you know what they say, folks. Shit happens. I was going to say, hey, family show. And then I was going to have my whole big yeah. thing, but wrong. Every, everything good in the world of headings. Yeah, man, I was I was down and out last week. I'm still recovering. I have no voice right now, but... uh. I got, got hit good. <laughs> well, let's officially introduce ourselves. That handsome guy you see speaking to you, by the way, live on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. We're not live on YouTube. We are live on Twitter, however. And Twitch, although we might not be live right now because we are starting a little late. No, we're live on Twitch. Oh, cool. Hi, Twitch. How you doing? I'm your host. I am the voice of reason, allegedly. My name is Harry Broadhurst, joining you as per usual. Once again with me, as he has been since the very first episode of this show, he is the DSDO. He is the anchorman. He is Eric Watkins. Yeah, today's been a day, and it's been a week. But yes, you can actually see me this time, taking the form away from Dr. Manhattan into my normal physicality. Don't it's, ask. It's been a month, because the month is in a week old. Just a, you know what? Damn That's it, good. I'm supposed to be the one with the semantics and technicalities. Oh, gimmick infringement is a W2M network exclusive. It is not only encouraged, it, oh, it is not only accepted, it is encouraged. I'm going to eventually get that correct. Also joining us, she is the locksmith. She is Kennedy Eddings. Happy to be involved again. And this is how we always open the kickoff. This is studs and duds. I, I still always appreciate the uh, the little scrolling bar things there. And then the little the little ticker that goes at the bottom for poor one out for the homers. It's a beautiful thing. It, it is when it reads the... the proper phrase. Yeah, there's that. Oh, I have a special DOTW for you this week, Eric. You're going to want to stay tuned for this one. Ooh, a deep tease just for me. You know what? I'm beginning to appreciate these sorts of things. All right, let's move on here. Uh, Kennedy. So there was a much anticipated showdown in New England this past Sunday night. However, of yes, the two was. quarterbacks, you came out and pressed more by one specifically and not the one that people would think. Your stud for the week? Mac Jones, man. For sure. Yeah. I got to say, I was pleasantly surprised at how well he held his own with uh, Br against Brady up in Foxborough. My question to, to you guys would be this, though. 
let's say this game happens at Raymond James instead. Do you think that Mac is able to hold his water the same way on the road that he did at Foxborough? Or do you think the emotion of that Foxborough crowd helped him on Sunday night? No, I think it just being uh, Tom Brady in general. Um, he was going to get the all-time passing record, obviously. Like, there was a lot happening in that game. There's a lot of emotions, um, regardless playing in Foxborough or just playing the Patriots, um, and, like, in Tampa. Um, but I think Mac Jones came with something to prove because Tom Brady obviously gave them Tom Brady for 20 years, you know? So I think he would have performed either way saying, Hey, fuck Tom Brady. And I'm your new Tom Brady. And I'm going to give you another 20 years. Eric, Alabama quarterback saying that's what's going to happen. I'm saying that's what he wanted to say. Alabama quarterbacks don't exactly have the best track record in the NFL. They really don't. However, I think Matt honestly, in, I think honestly in Tampa, he would have had at very least just as well of a performance because while Alabama quarterbacks don't traditionally do well, remember where he is from. One of the prides of Jacksonville coming right from the bowl school, Tampa being only a few hours away. So definitely comfortable playing here in this state. I think he would have been just fine. Now, granted, the crowd would have been even extra hostile, but he would have handled that with, I would say, as much a plum on that occasion as he did up in Foxborough. I love the fact that we're busting out the SAT words already on this show with a plum. See, I, I, I'm right on screen right next to a woman who properly and impressively used the word soliloquy while imbibing copious I, amounts of vodka. Did did I was see, impressed. Did you see my message when she, when I watched the back of the show uh, two weeks ago? No, I didn't and see I, it. I, no, because I sent it to Eric because me and Eric were chatting on Messenger while I was oh. stuck in the gray while I was stuck in the Greyhound station for six hours, and my exact words to Eric were, "Oh my God, she used soliloquy correctly <laughs> <laughs> with copious amounts of alcohol." I mean. Round of applause. All right, Eric, who's your stud for the week? Well, you see, and there's been talk about this, but you got to hear me out. For all the talk about Pittsburgh and their famous consecutive games with a sack streak that came to an end, there was another streak that was actually threatened, but is still alive, baby. My stud, John Harbaugh. What do you do when you're at just under 100 yards rushing oh, on the okay. last play of the game? <laughs> nope, you don't take a knee. You send the offense out, quarterback draw, and you get just enough to keep the train right on moving. Well played, sir. Very well played. And honorary dick status if you're a Denver Broncos fan. <laughs> um, The year is 1972. And a certain franchise in Miami at the start of 73, pops a cork on the only undefeated season in National Football League history to that point. On the only undefeated season in National Football League history to this point, there is but one remaining now in the NFL in 2021. My studs for the week, and especially after the beating that they just put on the Rams in L.A., are Kyler Murray and the crew 
down in Arizona. Congratulations, Cardinals. But let's get the champagne ready for the 72 Dolphins because that division is brutal. Well, I mean, if we're talking about the Cardinals and 4-0 and starts, well... Lest we forget the last time they started 4-0, they wound up finishing 5-11. and Impressive. Let's pump the brakes and not have a repeat of 2012 <laughs> on our hands. Can I just point out that the, the colossal fuckery with which Eric just decimated the Cardinals' dreams and hopes is impressive? What? No, I don't. Well, what the hell is that? Mm, mm. Oh, yeah. We'll, mm. we'll, we'll get there a little later in the show. I will still fight Hopkins with my hands, but I digress. Yeah, that Hale Murray can suck my... Anyway. Insta- I know I hate st- fucking Hale Murray. I fucking... Mm, don't. We'll just... Well, look at the bright side. Look at the bright side. What I'm already thinking about, I'm not even going to go there. But now, damn it, I have to find DeAndre Hopkins tag on Twitter. More work for me, Ken. Well done. Look at the bright side, Ken. Look at the bright side, Ken. After that happened to us last season, we didn't lose another regular season game. Just tossing it out there. Went on a seven-game winning streak. And then the first two rounds of the playoffs as well. Buffalo won nine in a row after the Hale Murray. All right. Let's flip the script here. Let's go to the opposite side of the spectrum. Kent, apparently you're pissed off at Dalvin Cook. Why? Because he sucked. That's all I had to say. What, he had like nine carries for like 40 yards or some shit? It was like 34, 36 yards, nine carries. Do your fucking job, Dalvin Cook. Sounds like somebody's a bitter fantasy owner. No, I don't have. I don't have him. I have like four teams. I had to think about it. No, I don't have him. You just suck. You're fantastic. But you sucked. Bad. Let it go, Eric. I'm trying. I'm trying. My head is just swimming. I can only take but so many balls before I take first base. Uh, you might not want to mention taking balls on this show, Eric. It gets interpreted incorrectly. Go ahead and give us your dud for the week. Speaking of balls, or as they say across the pond, bollocks, something that sounds very similar in Bullock. Randy Bullock. You talk, you talk about doing your job. You had one. All you had to do was just <laughs> yeah. your fat ass out there. <laughs> go ahead, make your kick. I cash my bet. Bet on Bovada right there. I don't have to sweat another week waiting for a tie. But, oh, no. You had to go out there this horribly. And I damn near broke my screen when I saw that. Oh, and a certain someone. Oh, there's 30 seconds left. Oh, you may get your wish. If it makes you feel any better, it fucked me and I'm a survivor. No, it doesn't make me feel any better. That's the money that I could have had in my wallet right but now. And I could have had something else. Now you're tied for the lead in Survivor. We'll get to that in a few moments, people. Dun, dun, dun. Dramatic reverb. Oh, Seriously. wait, wait. Do we, wait. do we have the GIF? 
Not the exact one, but I had to improvise. Nope, love it. Keep it. It Keep shall it. be done. It it popped tens too. Um. See Eric? again. This is what happens when you have an executive producer who pays attention to things. Eric, Jeez. we have lo- we have long talked about football after dark here on the kickoff. Indeed, we have. Saturdays out on the left coast. It is a left coast bias around these parts on occasion. That would be your area, Ken. I was just and- trying to figure out which coast was which. So. Left left coast, best coast, if you ask Randy. Even though he doesn't technically live on the left coast, but again, some yeah, that dude's in that dude's in Idaho. If you Say look west. at a map facing yeah, but west, country, yes, but west and best rhyme. Just say well, West it's all, Coast. It's coast. also known as a, it's also known as a West Coast bias as well. But anyways, back to my point here. Uh, we have a we have a tendency to enjoy our football after dark. You know what we don't enjoy here on the kickoff, Eric? Football the- in the afternoon. Yeah. Specifically, specifically a 3:30 start for number three ranked Oregon after they beat Ohio State earlier in the year, and then lose to fucking Stanford. You know, sometimes cutting down some trees. Isn't entirely bad. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Okay, so USC has sucked for years. And I just realized I have neighbors, so I shouldn't be getting that loud. USC has sucked for years, so them losing to Stanford was no big deal. Oregon comes down and ties the game at the end of regulation. And instead of going for two in the win on their home field with the home crowd behind them, Besides, okie dokie, we'll just kick the extra point and send it to overtime. Uh huh. Stanford gets the ball first. Stanford scores. Oregon doesn't. The band is on the. F- oh, wait, that was Cal. Never mind. The point being. What the fuck, Oregon? What the fuck, Oregon? Congratulations. Congratulations, Quack Pack. You've just officially fucked the Pac 12 for a college football playoff spot. Again, in the words of DJ Khaled, you played yourself. You played yourself. You know what it is for the Pac-12? It's another one. It really is. Topical reference. I'm proud of myself. And that wraps up studs and duds. And with that, we move into, so, that happened. Ken's. Did you find a story for us to discuss? Oh, uh, I don't know if it counts, but it made me laugh. So I'm going to talk about it. You're getting a double eyebrow raise, so there's intrigue. It's really nothing that crazy, but it made me laugh. You Um, have my attention. It said, uh, Sean McDermott on the Bills leading the NFL in fumbles. Quote, unquote. We're living dangerously. <laughs> you know, uh, Eric, gimmick infringement. Ring the bell. Again, <clears throat> currently, point differential plus ninety. One hundred and thirty-four scored. Forty-four allowed. Ladies and gentlemen, that's your eagle nugget for the evening. 
if I'm not mistaken, I do believe that has us as the best ranked team in uh, scoring defense as well. Points I per think game. It is. Points per game at only 11. If it's not the best, it's definitely top five. I will get on that while Eric gives us his. So that happened. Well, we had mentioned it a little bit in studs and duds. There was a very hyped up, talked about, almost all encompassing in the NFL world return. Tom Brady going home to practically the house that he built. All the talks of the hugs after the game. The meeting of Brady versus Belichick for what could be the only time ever. And... For most of that game, it was a 7-6 defensive slugfest. Yes, it woke up a little bit in the third and mainly the fourth quarter. Yes, you had Nick Folk doing Nick Folk things like he did with Tampa Bay, doinking a potential game winner off the upright. But overall, it's like how it's been described about certain movies. It's not a great movie. It wasn't a great game. But it had a pretty good ending. And I am able to at least live with that. I mean, 1917 at the end, yes, it's about right. But how you got there is kind of... But hell, who am I to argue with the ratings the way they were? It drew in over 25 million people, so... Correct me if I'm wrong. The most watched Sunday night football game in NFL history. Yes, and it continues the streak of this particular season where the NFL has the top 21 rated television shows. You know what makes me mad is Tom Brady still won and he looked like shit. That's just rude. I mean, look, I don't know what to tell you. Some kind of hoodoo that he has on that place. I mean, somebody just build better voodoo dolls. It's that personal trainer that he has. Clearly, there's some kind of serum that's being injected. I'll let you make your own jokes there at home, folks. <laughs> to send well, I mean, technically, if you have the proper apparatus that Giselle would use, and if you have a certain... Exactly. Family <laughs> show. Well, I guess that would be how you avoid a family Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of myself for that joke. Yes, that was warranted. I, I had to give you that did, one. Did you miss me? <laughs> All right, so speaking of former Buffalo Bills, after Ken's talked about a current Buffalo Bill coach, the Patriots have decided they want Gil Less of Gilmore. And the original report was that you know you're you know you're trying not to laugh, Eric. I can see it. In I'm your trying mind. not to. I'm trying. I go yeah. on, go on. As the reports came out on ESPN over the weekend that the Patriots were planning to cut the former four-time Pro Bowler, and at one point, I do believe Defensive Player of the Year, Stephon Gilmore. That is until Carolina stepped in. Speaking of Sean McDermott's former team. And now the Patriots and the Panthers have worked out a deal that sends the safe, that sends the cornerback to the Carolina Panthers. 
Uh, Eric. Mm-hmm. We've we've seen how impressive that Sam Darnold has been with the Panthers this year. Off to a three and one start after getting waxed for most of the game against Dallas this past Sunday. We'll talk about that game a little bit later. I'm not bitter at all, <laughs> but is this an opportunity for Carolina to try to make their statement in the NFC South that hey Tampa Bay, you may not have New Orleans on your ass anymore, but we're not going anywhere anytime soon. I honestly agree. I mean, you see them getting Stephon Gilmore. You even had the Jaguars send someone else, somewhere else, in C.J. Henderson. I mean, clearly, they see what they've got offensively with Arnold and the fact that he's leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns with five. Who the hell saw that coming at the quarter season, Mark? Hold on. I I have the most appropriate answer to that. You ready? Ready. Not Adam Gase. Precisely. See, this is what happens when you have a competent offensive mind. But they see what they've got running. And even with the the comeback attempt against Dallas, they're like, we have some minor weaknesses. If we can make these tweaks now, who knows what can happen? And truly, as you mentioned, threaten Tampa Bay in the division. Maybe sneak in one of those three wild card spots. You never know. A lot of craziness can still happen, but they're like, hey, we've made a couple of these runs before. Let's see if we can get another one on our hands. Ken's is Carolina a threat in the NFC South? Meh. I don't think Gilmore is going to fix everything. Um, and, oh, I had a thought. Hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> Too easy. Too easy. I had something so good to follow that with, and it's gone. It's okay. Oh, there we go. Got it. And he's coming. <laughs> Bing! You know what we need, he's Eric? Coming out. We you know need we a need light Eric? bulb for me. Yeah, we need a little light bulb gif that we can start putting on the show. You're on that first. Go <laughs> on, Ken's. Um. So he's uh, coming off injury. I mean, obviously two years ago, he was defensive player of the year, but you never know. It was his quad he tore, right? I think he's coming off a pretty extensive injury. He is a little bit older. And I mean, you have people like JJ Watt that yes, come back and when they play, they're good, but that's when they come back. You don't know how much this injury is going to affect him. So, I mean, they got him for, for a steal, they got him for a six-round pay. Like that's a good steal, you know what I mean? But that's it. There's a lot of what ifs coming. And forward. to be fair, to be fair, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, Eric. Uh, Gilmore's still on the PUP list until week six. And yes, it's week five. I that's think it's usually five. the minimum when you start on the pup list. Um, and the Patriots did it because you know how much cap space they have? They have $54,000 in cap space right now. And this was the last year of Gilmore's contract. They did it for them, like themselves. Cause they, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, one other play, I don't remember. But his contract's like $6 million. I don't fucking remember. It's 60 or whatever words. Um, it's a lot of monies. So they did it for, <laughs> I don't remember what it is. They did it Harry, for I'm just going to interject and say a lesser man or a lesser squid at this moment would have probably said something that would have guaranteed somebody's ass would be canceled right now. Throwing it out there. 
I'm hiding behind my helmet. But <laughs> they did it for like selfish reasons. I mean, he's been with them forever, but they need that space for whatever this man's name is that I can't remember that they need to resign. And you can get another corner that's almost and as good. Odd, odds are for probably less money. <laughs> and the odds are New England's not going anywhere this year anyway. Off no. to a one and three, off to a one and three start, one and one in the division. I mean, maybe seven and ten, coming if off of a seven and nine season. If that's they're looking reasonable. Uh see, I would, I would think that Belichick will light a fire up under under their ass enough to maybe go nine and eight, just because it's Belichick. Ken's is rolling her eyes because she knows it's true. No, it's not. All right, my so, so finishing off my so that happened there, though, um, with Gilmore moving here, it is a sizable shift towards Carolina if Gilmore comes back healthy. I will be curious to see what happens for the Panthers, and I honestly do think that they can challenge Tampa Bay in the a NFC in the a NFC South. <laughs> Run with it. Fuck it. Steer into the skids. Steer into the, the skids. Hey, hey, I've been following that advice to a modicum of success, okay? So, in the NFC South, as long as Darno continues playing at the performance levels that he's been playing at, and they can start getting more out of Robbie Anderson, who has done both jack and shit this season for fantasy points. Oh, and a healthy run CMC coming back in a couple of weeks would be nice for them, too. Somebody uh, praying for you, CMC, and not just because of my best ball team. Somebody just tried to trade me for McCaffrey. Yeah, we'll talk about that off air because oh, I'm not going to get I wasn't that on way. last week. I called that shit, by the way. You can go back to two weeks ago. I said his ass was going to get hurt that game. Said it. I know Jeez. things. It's not something just to saying. be proud of. Not something to be proud of. Not to mention. No, no, no. Not to mention. Let, let's clarify things. Harry, they ganged up on me in that prediction. Because I picked Carolina for my survivor pick that week. First Randy, and then that one right there. Hopped right on the bandwagon and all of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did what Ken's usually does, and I accidentally used the wrong finger there. Fuck you, it's hard to do. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, even the wrong finger is the right finger for Never mind. Well, I was going to say, usually sometimes you need multiple fingers, so... Bing! <laughs> Alright, we're going to change the subject here and move on to I'm a Survivor. Randy Bullock, you son of a bitch. Cost me money. Cost me my I'm a Survivor streak. The tie would have been good enough. They didn't lose. You son of a bitch. So instead, we now have a two-way tie at the top of I'm a Survivor, as both Eric and Randy have gotten two games in a row correct. Kens is once again off the schneid as her Washington football team prediction last week took down the Atlanta Falcons. Eric comes off of an ugly 14-7 win for the Cleveland Browns over the Minnesota Vikings. 
Randy comes off a Cincinnati win over, well, we'll pour one out for the homers momentarily. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to go first because I don't currently have a winning streak. Was I, did I pick that game? And then you said you can't take it because Randy took it. Randy's not even fucking on here. What are you that talking about? That should be about? my win. Didn't I say that last week that that's the, t- that's the one I wanted and you said, no, you can't take that because Randy took it? That's for Are You right? Serious? Because I'm a survivor. I literally cannot keep this all straight. I need, I need this we more We have a document. And I sent you the link to the document so you have no excuses because I set the permissions so anyone who has the link can edit it. She's actually on the document. I mean, you can't see it for shit on the laptop, but it's there. All right. um, I may have accidentally spoiled a couple of picks for later in the show. Oops. Um, I'm going to go first, and I'm a survivor. And guess what? I have nothing to lose here. So fuck it. Buffalo over Kansas City. Bite me, Taylor. Hey, going big or going home or work for me last week. I wish you all the best in your endeavors this week. I wish me all the best in my endeavors as well. Ken's, you're sitting on one win in a row with the Washington football team over the Atlanta Falcons. However, your pick this week seems a little intuitive to that. They're playing the Jets, though. Yeah, I'm not crazy. Okay, no, I mean, it is the Jets. They did just beat the Titans. Yeah, Fuck shit you, happens. Randy Bullock. But shit happens. We beat the or we beat the Jets last year with just field goals. Shit we happens, did. all right. So I'm taking the Falcons and putting it in the pot. I got this. So Randy's two wins thus far are Cleveland and Cincinnati. His thought process is fuck it. Let's stay in the AFC North. He is taking the Baltimore Ravens. Honestly, a solid call. Solid call. Who are they playing this week? I don't remember. I don't have it in front of me. While she looks that up, Eric, why don't you give us your survivor pick as you look to extend your streak? Again, kind of counterintuitive to your pick last week. But here's the the rub. Here's the rub for my pick last week. So yes. Baltimore's, Baltimore's facing the team that they used to be. Gotcha. Now, here's the rub for my pick. Yes, I did pick By Cleveland, but I knew that it was going to be a tougher game against 1 p.m. Eastern Kirk Cousins, who, let's be honest, he's kind of gotten his time zones a little bit mixed up this year, which is okay. <laughs> However, call that too, think, by the way. I do think that with another 1 p.m. start, he'll be just fine. I'm picking Minnesota to get right back on track. This is the one time where I would like this, Kirk Cousins. Don't fuck it up for me. Who is Minnesota playing? Minnesota is playing as I get Detroit. I yeah. Think. Yeah, after the heartbreaker that Detroit has had over the last couple of weeks. All right. Oh, speaking of which, this seems like the perfect opportunity to talk about it since we didn't do a show last week. Um, Humongous dick, and I mean that in a good way, of the show to Justin Tucker. 
If I may, and I will forewarn everybody it. in advance for a uh, audio, it's, please it's lower your speakers temp it's, temporarily. It's a compliment. Hmm. So I'm, it, I'm, I, I'm, I, 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 real quick, Eric, I am saying that he is repping that big dick energy. Oh, I thought you were yeah, saying I, he was like dick of the week. No, he's no. swinging his dick. Got yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And uh, along with that massive right leg of his. <clears throat> Go ahead, Mr. Watkins. Oh, so they This is why I warned everybody. Justin. Molto bene, Bravo, bravo, opera leg. For our listeners using headphones, we apologize for your hearing loss. You can send hate mail to s.garmer at gmail.com. And again, I warned you beforehand. I said in advance. You may resume normal listening as in right now. I'm pretty sure that no, I don't think that can be. The, I feel like that could have been the show title, but I don't think we can say he's got that big dick energy as the show title. I can make it work. Yeah, we'll I can see. make it work. Ken's likes to be just the say, show title. Just say he's yeah. Okay, first off, stop trying to take my job. My job. You had I one job, like, Ken. I still have like. Stop trying to take your top what? Huh? An hour to get it out. <laughs> it takes you an hour. Never mind. I mean, look, That's after an hour, I'm lucky if I can still feel my face. So come on now, compromise. I'm, I'm giving my two weeks notice. <laughs> it was really nice working with you. She doesn't mean that, we think. <laughs> Who knows at this point? Guys, I've got a question. We'll return in a couple of weeks. Wait a minute, are you, are you trying to steal a bit from Life is Like a Game Show? I feel uh, like I've heard something like this before. Yeah, that, that is kind of how we opened the debut episode of Life is Like a Game Show, wasn't it? Um, in all sincerity, I was out of town last week, uh, hence, or two weeks ago. Uh, last week, no show. This week, I had my nephew's football game. Thankfully, he's okay. I think I, I, think I gave you the heads up on that. Mm -hmm. uh, next brain. Muscle spasms. He'll be okay. He's wishing for a speedy recovery for the tough dude. Just, yeah, just gotta, just gotta take a couple of days in order to let it rest, let it heal up. Ice packs and heating pads will be his best friend over the next seventy-two hours. Oh yeah. But um, so obviously I've got a question. It's postponed. He, I, he has a game next Wednesday night as well when we record. So probably not then. After that, expect I've got a question to return to the show. Plus. It gives us an opportunity to get at least a third of the way into the season and see which one of these teams are for real and which one of these teams are paper Denver Broncos. I mean Tigers. I laugh to avoid crying at times. Their first three opponents were a combined 0-9. There's nothing there in Denver. All due respect, Mr. Bridgewater. No. All right. Let's move on. No. It is time to pour one out for them. Do we have to? Do, do, do we have to? All right, Ken. Oh, oh, oh uh, Harry. Wait, I, hold I, on. Oh. You, you good? Cause I, 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 Actually, I have my own. Because this is some baby back bullshit in Gainesville. 
Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, that's the score from last week's game, Eric. The Tennessee score. Whoops. I thought I might. Oh, I deleted the wrong one. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. I can talk about us whooping Tennessee's ass in the swamp because I'm all about that. What I'm not all about is up, us, us going. What I'm not all about is us going up to Lexington and losing to fucking Kentucky. Twenty to thirteen, on a nationally televised six p.m. ESPN game. Really, you had okay. Fine. Look. You see these scores on this screen. If I have to suffer, damn it, you do too. Baby, back. Bullshit. The Gators fall to three and two, zero oh and two in the SEC. And Georgia's looking goddamn unstoppable. Gonna be a long year in Gainesville at this rate. Well, think of it this way. The cocktail party is only a few weeks away. And maybe we, maybe your coach can set us up with some lap dances. I forewarned you that shot was coming. That's what she said. Oh, that would be a he's a damn. Damn. Well, she, no. knew, she knew it was coming. Anyway, family show. Sorry, I got H. I got bitten by mosquitoes at my, at my nephew's game tonight. All right. So, on the positive side of things, however, you see the other score scrolling there for my college football team, and that is Penn State moving to five and zero, which means five weeks into the college football season in twenty twenty one, they already have more wins than they managed in the twenty twenty season. They went four and five last year. Oh, look at this. Just to kind of intervene, you're already getting some love. See? Oh, with a James on Facebook. Yeah, Harry, you are the man. At least what up, Fonty? <laughs> Fonty's and, a long time. And of course, our buddy John. Fonty's a longtime and, friend of mine. As he puts uh -huh. it down, 10 freaking Tucky. Here, a lot. flipping. Uh, John, allow me oh, to. Nice okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, the table flip is pretty fantastic. John, allow me to use the language that we use here on the kickoff. Can fucking tucky. All right, back to Penn State real quick here. Um, Eric. Yes? It is a marquee showdown at Kennick Stadium. Oh. Number three, Iowa. Number four, Penn State. Four o'clock p.m. Eastern kickoff. Fox. Time I might be tuning into that one. I might be tuning into that one. Time to see if these Nittany Lions are legit. Hey, Ken's, I have a question for you. You got your popcorn ready? Because Old Miss didn't find theirs until the second half. Okay, did you watch the game between Alabama? Did you watch the game between Alabama and Old Miss? Some of it. I had mom duties on Saturday, so. All right, so Eric, we talked about this when it happened. Mm-hmm. Three thirty game, CBS national broadcast. Jamie Erdahl, the CBS sideline reporter, goes up to Lane Kiffin, the old Miss coach, and tries to ask him about the game. Kiffin looks into the microphone, 
and says, get your popcorn ready and drops the headset, walks away. Kiffin later came out and said that he told his offensive coordinator when he got back to the sideline, y'all better score some points. I just said something really stupid. Well, at least he took time <laughs> to admit it. Lane train can sometimes derail at times, but he tried and, to keep that one on track. And the bigger issue for said lane train was apparently at halftime, the coach told him, yeah, we forgot to plug in the microwave. Which legit made me laugh when I heard that. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I believe I, it. I was, mean, you, you, you can't, you know, pop something in in a jiffy like that when you're going up against Alabama. I believe it was twenty-eight nothing Bama at the half, and then Ole Miss outscores them twenty-one fourteen in the second half. By that point, it was a moot point, though. Jeez, Louise. Also, a bit uh, more love from Fonty. Not a Penn State fan, but Penn Station makes a hell of a sandwich. Come on. I can't afford to get hungry right now. <laughs> That's it's killing me, Fonty. Uh, well, I, did have, I did have one of those Uncrustables, the peanut butter and jelly ones. It's not bad. Those are delicious. All right. Um, Eric. Mine's seasoned. Yours is just original. No, I'm breaking out the sea salt for this first one. Because, you know, Miami being by the ocean and all this and that, dealing with flooding and stuff. Remember how I as I mentioned our kicker, Andre Borregales, who you called me out for not knowing his name, his brother Jose winning the Lugrosa for us last year. He also had one job. Much shorter distance. Go out there. Kick a game winner against Virginia. You know, no big deal whatsoever. Yes, John, me and kickers, you have heard this before. Although this one is, well, American instead of a Norwegian. But that's a story for another day. So what happens? Well, for all the legend that is Florida State, wide left and wide right, and wide right too, we had one of our own. Yeah. It just curled and curled and curled. Didn't have a chance. So now we're two and three. Two and three. Oh and one, but two and fucking three. Manny, I don't know if I can keep defending you, man. I want to, but if the fans are using the turnover chain to string you and take your head out of there, I don't know how much I can really stop them at this point. I got nothing for you. Sorry. Two and fucking three. What did I do to deserve this? Uh, probably the same thing you did to deserve the NFL franchise you have, sir. Okay, um, speaking about that, we talked off-air. How's off Trevor air. Lawrence doing for you, by the way? We talked about this off-air. He had a good performance, except our defense, you know, Joe Burrow throwing three second-half touchdowns and over 250 yards. Now, Harry, think back carefully. 
Remember when we circled on our calendar the Cincinnati Notre Dame game? Oh boy, here we go. All right. I'm going to go solo on this one because it's time with tinfoil hat with squid. So I shall take the floor. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Allow me to do a proper introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, the premiere episode on the kickoff of Squid Spiracies. All right. So we all know what's happening in South Bend. And if you haven't been under a rock, then you know about certain videos that were tweeted out about certain episodes with certain grinding of a blonde woman on a certain coach at his certain establishment in Columbus. Let's just forget the fact that the Jaguars have now lost 19 straight games, second most in NFL history behind the infamous Tampa Bay Yuckenmeters of the mid-70s. We see what's going on in South Bend. There had been rumors for quite a long time, especially when Urban was at Ohio State, that that would be his ultimate dream job. Yes, he came out and apologized to the team. Yes, Shad Khan made his statement about earning trust and respect and all this and that. Allow me, if you will, this squid spiracy. That Notre Dame loss. Brian Kelly has peaked at Notre Dame after a little bit more of a decade. Winning his coach in school history ahead of the great Newt Rockney, 106 thereabouts. He realizes that another season without a national championship, potentially another season without an appearance in the college football playoff, he's done everything that he can do. Everything, he's, he, again, he's peaked. So he decides to leave for greener pastures. Urban Meyer, on the other hand, for health or family reasons. Hold on. Hold on. Nope. Whoa, 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 what? Exactly. You've heard this little bit before. You've had this speech, so you know where I'm going with this one. Just like he had his exit at Florida, just because of this and everything going on, the pressures and the rigors of the National Football League, him having the worst stretch of his coaching career, he decides, you know what? I tried. Like Nick Saban and others before me, I'm not cut out for this. So the next thing you know, calls are made, tweets are sent, emails, boosters, the whole works in two different places. Things are going on, as you know, behind the scenes, backdoor deals, et cetera, et cetera. Fast forward a few months from now, March, April, 2022, a nice spring day. Everybody's looking at recruiting. Everybody is licking their wounds, having been just weeks removed from both the Winter Olympics and the Super Bowl. A champion is crowned. You get a couple press conferences. One from South Bend, Indiana. One from Los Angeles, California. The South Bend press conference as usual. The Irish play like a champion today. Dark colors with the green, all that. Urban Meyer steps up. He raves, this has been my dream. I will come back and I will deliver national championships. All of these things. Again, Harry has heard this before. He knows exactly where I'm going with this. But he decides after his NFL time and all of this, building young men, preparing them for life, 
victory on the football field as he has announced the head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Several hundred miles away, a couple of time zones in Los Angeles. You see a coach stepping up, all with fantastic resources, the atmosphere in Southern California. I welcome the challenge. Bring back Pac-12 championships. Bring back national championships. All of the glory with my time and everything I've done at rebuilding and creating powerhouses. As Brian Kelly has announced the new head coach of the USC Trojans coming off a subpar season themselves. Imagine, if you will, Ladies and gentlemen, go ahead. I believe my double bird has officially stated where I stand on this. Again, call it a squid spiracy, but I might not be wrong. Oh, geez, John, with this stat. Three-way tie for lost streak with the Detroit Lions, the 61-62 Raiders, seven away from tying the cream sickles and then three more to the 42 to 45 chicago cardinals do you really have to rub that kind of salt in the wound do you really have to back to um do we want to talk about the uh tweet that i sent you before do we have to do you know the one i'm referring to i might the we're not we're not happy uh want to know isn't enough yeah. Yeah, they haven't won a game since. I believe this is the part where Eric... I was about to say, I believe this is the part where Eric throws his bird towards me. This fuck you sponsored by Morton's. <laughs> That's legit. Uh, Ken's. let's talk about brighter pastures in the National Football League, shall we? I'll listen. 35 to nothing against Miami. Yes, Brighter. 43 to 21. The Jets won too. Sorry. 43 to 21 over Washington in a game that was only briefly that close. 40 to nothing against Houston. Over the last three weeks of the National Football League schedule, the Buffalo Bills have outscored their opponents 118 to 21. ESPN now has the Bills at the top of their power rankings. It's great. It's wonderful. As they should be. It's fantastic. Here's the thing. It doesn't mean a goddamn thing if they don't win Sunday night in Kansas City. Sure doesn't. That game. This is the one that really does mean more to us than it does to Kansas City. This this game matters. Not only not only should it matter to the team. Because the team was this close to four in a row potentially being avenged. This game means more to Bills Mafia than maybe any game over the course of the last two decades with this franchise. Mm -hmm. I I think it's going to be a perfect storm of madness. Good, but madness. Allen needs to keep it the fuck together you don't know how he gets when he gets frustrated he needs to just go out and do the fucking thing and he wants it like he's been saying like he started slow he is picking it up he is getting better i think he needed a little bit of oomph and a push our defense has been holding us together this last game he came out and he did his thing 
get he's we know Kansas City and Kansas City knows us and that Mahomes is then well Kansas I'll say Kansas City as a whole is not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And we are and it it's it's us stopping them still and it's them taking us off our incline. So it's just gonna be a whole mess of I think it's gonna be not a super high scoring game. I could be wrong. I agree. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game at all. I I think the atmosphere in Kansas City is going to make for an intimidating presence for both teams. A significantly yes. improved Buffalo defense, which I did have a chance to look it up. By almost two points a game, the Bills are the best scoring defense in the NFL. We've allowed Our defense 11, is amazing. <laughs> we we've allowed eleven a game. The Denver Broncos have allowed uh, twelve point seven. Or twelve point three. I said at the beginning of the at the beginning of the season, a healthy Matt Milano was going to make it. I'm not saying he's obviously not the whole thing, but I said a healthy um, Matt Milano was going to make that. a difference this year. Oh no, Milano's questionable with a hamstring. Uh, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. He'll be there. I know he got hurt in the game against Houston, so that's why he only played like the first quarter of the game against Houston. He'll and be now Ken's is going to look for an, upda- an injury update on Milano. Uh, Eric. If, if I may quickly interject, Harry, I think I have a couple of things that you might need to read out here. Starting with this one. Out loud. Nope. <laughs> hey, Fonty, you're a Colts fan. Bite me. Y'all haven't I been relevant. I was just about to ask left. who he well, now for those of like only audio, Fonty's saying, stop with the Buffalo stuff, Harry. You ain't getting the ring, buddy. I love you, but that's happening on the 5th of February. Look, being an AFC South guy, the Colts, you need worry not about them. We won't take care of them because of our bum asses, but hey, bum ass teams recognize other bum ass teams. However, something that- else for you, Harry, as well. Real quick on uh <laughs> again out loud for the podcast audience. Nope. Ken, will you want to take care of this one? <laughs> uh JTN is a Giants fan, yes. He's a Jets fan. You're oh, that's gonna even talk, better. You're gonna talk shit is a Jets fan. So for, for everybody else, to again, for the podcast audience, because, you know, I'm actually doing this, here's how you shut up each of the AFC East fan bases. At least he makes Jets. fun of himself. Jets, butt fumble. Accurate. Dolphins, Marino has no bling. Accurate. Patriots, where's Brady now slash remember 1990? Highly accurate. And for the Bills. Doesn't matter if you make it to the Super Bowl and lose a fifth. Okay, first well, off, I mean, because everyone, everyone argues with me with this fucking point. What? Real quick, time out, time out. Eric, since when did we decide listener feedback was important on this show? I mean, because technically these listeners are going to follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash W2Mnet to help us get to 50 followers, to help us become a Twitch affiliate. That's why it's important last time I checked. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube as well, youtube.com backslash W2Mnetwork. And follow us on Facebook as well at W2Mnetwork and on Twitter at W2Mnetwork. Go ahead, Ken's. 
I hear an echo again. I was just going to say, your team lost by, what did I say last time? Field goals. Y'all lost by just us scoring field goals when we played the Jets last season. Just saying. Also, we're the only team to go four years in a row. And people argue with Matt, well, you didn't win. Well, we also did something that nobody else has ever done. Can I can so, I throw one other? You can think I throw we're going to get? Just real quick, can I throw out a currently culturally relevant fact in 2021? The Buffalo Bills have as many wins as the rest of the goddamn division. And two of those three teams in the division, their win is against another division team. The Jets are the only team in the AFC East besides Buffalo to have beaten a team outside of the AFC East. And when's the last time the Jets did a fucking thing? Uh, Sanchez in the aforementioned butt fumble. Back-to-back AFC championship games. So, life may be my life may be like a game show, but your football team's a whammy. The Jets are so oh, fucking oh, terrible. Oh, 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 I am glad. Yeah. Yes, it is a segue to tomorrow night. And to the answer your so dollars question, maybe. We'll talk about that in a bit. No. Go ahead, They're so Dan. awful that their quarterback went somewhere else that is now thriving and your team is still trash because you thought you had a okay. quarterback. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. And Eric, I know I sent you this meme as well. Sam Darnold in Sam Darno in Carolina, proof positive that Adam Gase should be blackballed from the NFL. It do be facts though. Just saying. There you go. And I'll yes, hear shit from almost anybody, but not a Jets fan. Well, and you see, he is conceding. The Bills are indeed circling the wagons and are a legit threat. Uh, I will oh, put it. Don't to make me grab a beer and break my table because I will. Uh, Harry, with this one from Fonty, too. <laughs> a lot of people go to prom four years in a row, too. But if they go scoreless as well, it's all for naught, Paul. Uh, Fonty, I don't know about you, but if I went to prom all four years, I definitely wasn't going scoreless. Anyway, that sounds like a personal problem for him, but all right. <laughs> uh, look, all I'm saying is now, James what? is a good dude. While I can't entirely relate to that, I only went to the prom once. So 0-1 is better than 0-4 in uh, that Eric, regard. Hmm? Eric, we discussed the Bills game at length there. Uh, by yourself, biggest game, in, biggest game in Bills franchise for the last 20 years this Sunday night. Bye. Definite bye. Between what happened with these last couple of years, of the, and especially in the AFC Championship game, 38-24 still sits in my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is your watershed moment right now. And not to mention with Kansas City on the ropes with just a 2-2 two and two start of their own, this is the perfect time to be catching them. And then the game that I was worried about next week against Tennessee, you lost to the fucking Jets. Again, the AFC South, the most bum-ass division in the league. I mean, it's 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 up there. Dallas is three and one, so it's kind of hard to make fun of the NFC East currently. Philadelphia is better than expected, but still, uh, <laughs> uh, don't don't remind me of the Ron Zook days in Florida. Ugh. oof. All right, Eric, you you guys have a football game as well for the Jaguars this week, but. What does it really mean, though? 
I mean, all right. <laughs> I don't even remember who you're playing, if I'm being honest. Well, again, does it matter? Yeah. Even though now we're playing Tennessee. What the fucking do? Yeah. We finally learned how to hold a lead <laughs> in a game. Great. Progress. But it's 60 minutes. Our defense was like Swiss cheese and not the great sandwich type of Swiss cheese either. I do like a good sandwich. I mean, props to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase for uh, running it back to the LSU days and shredding our asses in the second half. I mean, and of course, yet again, it comes down to kickers on a game-winning field goal. My my apologies in advance for this statement, Eric, but I think you know where I'm going with this. Go ahead and ring the bell. The loss to Cincinnati on Thursday night football. Trevor Lawrence has now lost as many games in the NFL as he did in the entirety of his high school and college careers. Yeah. Something on the four. realm of like 96 and four. And again, this is Urban Meyer's longest losing streak of his career. But there's actually a good stat for Trevor Lawrence. As he smacks his microphone. There's a good stat, though, because there's hope. Bing. What do? It, yeah, yeah. It. I ask you this. What do Peyton Manning, Troy Aikman, and Trevor Lawrence have in common? They all lost their first, first, four, game, first four games as starting quarterbacks in the NFL. They're tall. Okay, pretty sure that too. Well, obviously to be a good quarterback, especially if you're tall, but they are the only three rookie quarterbacks to throw at least two interceptions in three consecutive games. Now, I'm not saying that this could be a trend and for a long and wondrous career for Trevor Lawrence, but I'm just saying. As soon as he gets the fuck out of Jacksonville, it will be. <laughs> that is a death glare. And I can't even death glare in Pavlov like I was planning to this week. <laughs> pain. It's pain. The pain. Or three people who have never been. Really? Never been in your. I swear to. You know, ironic. I, you see, I would, I would say that also describes your respective panelists, but that's not the case. <laughs> All right. It's time to move on. And with that, we move on to our favorite segment on this show. Are you serious? Now, now. Again. Brought to, brought to you by Bet on Vovada. Now, of course, if you do decide to play along, <laughs> go ahead. Hashtag Bet on Bovada. They still are running a very, very generous offers for your first deposit, especially in Bitcoin. However, as we always encourage you, if by some reason you decide to listen to our advice, particularly Harry's for after how he started this season, remember, 21 means 21. Respect all state rules and terms and conditions of whatever site you happen to bet on. And definitely, above all, always gamble responsibly.
Give me one second. I have to take this. Uh-oh. So, while we have a little bit of a moment, this is actually a great time to buy some time because, well, first of all, guess who isn't dead last in the standings for once? Do you feel good? Do you, do you feel good? Remember when I called myself out for being utter dog shit and picking football games on this very program? <laughs> well, Pepperidge Farm remembers. Why do you always go to an old Southern white man when you do that? Did you not see that bit from Family Guy when they did that? Yeah, but it just, it just makes me laugh. Come on, I'm gonna I, get, I have to give the people I'm what they want. I'm going to get back on it. Yeah, John, broken clocks being right twice a day. Well, if you look at my record, and actually all of our records are pretty respectable this season, but if you look at my record lately, I'm right more than twice a day. But bring me back in, Watkins Jesus. Thank you. All right, actually, one of, a, one of the predictors is actually sub-500 against the spread. <laughs> try to oh, invade okay. try to invade our podcast isbel well well well, well you, you gotta give the man a little credit i was gonna buy you more time by putting his picks first okay i mean well, you know worst going first and whatnot i took care of what i needed to take care of as of right now randy is hitting 42 percent of his picks he is two three and one against the spread one in five straight up for 17%. At least somewhere nah. we can get a damn tie in the standings. Fucking Randy <laughs> Bullock. Eric's a little bitter, folks. But here's the other Randy with his picks for this week's games. Randy here with the best two minutes of the kickoff for you as I gave you my picks. Now, everyone else is, has either given their picks already or they're about to. But these are the picks that matter. So much so that I went 0-4 straight up and 0-3-1 against the spread. But that was last week. This is this week. I'm ready to go. It's the last time I have to double up on my picks to catch up. Because Harry likes things all symmetrical. I'll start with the survivor pick. I've I do. Two in a row. Two AFC North teams. Let's make it three. Give me Baltimore on Monday night against Indianapolis. College picks now. You got to go Red River Rivalry, right? Absolutely. Texas getting three and a half. It went to four overtimes last time. You go to a fourth overtime. Now it's just two-point conversion. So uh, that, that works in my favor. John Robinson, second in the country for 652 rushing yards. Downside of having stuff in four different places at once. Yeah, go ahead and mute us and let his video run full screen. Because he is glitching awful.
So give me the Longhorns. Also, Boise State plus six. Banking on the injury front for BYU. There's a chance they have to start their third straight quarterback in this game. They're kind of being... They're hiding this information from us right now, but I'm going to bank on that. Give me Boise State with a big upset over number 10, BYU. Now the NFL. Man, Eric, kill it. And unmute your microphone. Eric, your mic is muted. Okay, so apparently we're having some technical difficulties with this particular portion of the podcast. And once everybody's back, what you want to pick up where we left off here for our series. I do believe Kennedy had some Wi-Fi issues as well. Again, technical difficulties, but can you do? Um, all right, going over range picks real quick here because they were kind of difficult to hear. Um, he has Boise State plus five at BYU. He mentioned the fact that BYU might have to start the third-string quarterback in this game. So he's giving the advantage to Boise State. Boise State's actually coming off of losing a conference game on the Smurf turf, which is not something that traditionally happens either. They got beaten by Nevada last week. His other college pick was Texas plus three and a half in the Red River rivalry against Oklahoma and Dallas at, uh, I want to say it's at the Cowboys Stadium, although it might be at the State Fairgrounds. I'm not sure about that. I'll have that scared when he gets back. And then his NFL picks are the San Francisco 49ers plus five and a half at the Arizona Cardinals. I do think that this is actually a trip-up game for Arizona. And I do think that San Francisco could be the team that hangs the first loss on them. San Fran is coming off of a victory over Seattle this past weekend, which moved the 49ers record to three and one. Uh, I do believe they're a game behind the Arizona Cardinals in the division, so it's an opportunity for them to make their statement. And then I also, he also had the New York Giants plus seven at the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, well, I had Carolina plus five against the Cowboys last week, and it worked out fantastically for me. So we'll have to see what happens. All right. So, at this point, I'm just hoping Eric and uh, Kennedy make their way back here shortly. Watkins, where are you at? Killing me, dude. I'm on the phone trying to get a hold of them. Show's going to run a little bit long now because apparently these things don't get worked out ahead of time. Ken can hear me, but he can't be added to the show because Eric isn't back yet. 
and oh, Eric's Google crashed. Wait, how does Google affect this? Maybe it's a Chromebook. Like what I have. Yeah, that, that's my guess. And said Chrome was your that everybody actually use Chrome as well because I'm on a Chromebook laptop. So again, I apologize for you guys having to see my, my ugly mug for as long. In fact, now for minutes, I believe. After the uh, issues that we had with Randy's video, I just gave you guys Randy's picks. Um, I guess we can take some time to talk about a couple other things going on in the world of professional and college football right now. Uh, back to the Penn State Iowa game. I'm really not loving the Penn State schedule this year. Uh, it was at Camp Randall to start the year against Wisconsin. At Penn State, a little bit later on in the year, we have to go to the Horseshoe play Ohio State. The Nittany Lions do get Michigan at home. You'll notice the jersey that Eric was wearing is a Michigan jersey. You can definitely give it a hope on the hurricane season. But, hey, we might have somebody here. Hi, Kent. Hey. Happy to be here. Happy to be involved. Uh, Randy took one of your picks. Randy took one of your picks. Yeah. But in this instance, because it's the college pick, well, he had to make two. So with him, ha my God, with him having that to make man's two. picks were so bad, it made my damn browser crash. Hmm. All right. I, I, if it makes you feel any better, Eric, I filibustered for two minutes. Oh, thank, I thank you. For the very appreciative, hopefully positive pontification you that know was necessary. How fucked we would be if that ever happened to me. I would just <laughs> sit here. I can't talk to the camera oh, by yeah. myself. We would oh, no. just sit here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Allow me. A visual representation of what Ken stuck on alone with the camera would look like. You ready? Eric, go ahead and full screen me, will you? Uh, anyway, uh, okay. I mean, something like that. Go Bill. Nope, you know Go what? Bill. You know what? I mean, I was no, 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 no. I wanna, but I. No. No. All right. Uh, shut up, Eric. All right. So I'm I, I ran. I'm promising. I'm going. I ran everybody through Randy's picks so that in case they weren't able to pick them up off of the video. Uh, once again, real quick, so that way Eric and Ken's have them as well, even though they are in the document too. So, you know, whatever. But uh, he has the Giants plus seven against Dallas, San Francisco plus five and a half against Arizona. And I'm not going to lie, I almost took that game myself. I did too. And then he also has Boise State plus five against BYU. He mentioned the fact that BYU might be down to their third-string quarterback for this game, so that's looking like a pretty safe pick. And then Texas plus three and a half in Red River. Speaking of Red River, somebody else is in agreement with that pick. Segway! Mm -hmm. That's your cue, Ken. Y'all were frozen as hell. No, no we were. That was your internet. And fuck it's your couch. <laughs> Am I telling people my picks? <laughs> yes. College. Yes. Thanks. I don't remember. 
Texas plus three Texas and a half over Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Jesus freaking Christ. Uh, Eric, save us. Okay. Well, I looked at all of the picks, and I even commented that this was a time of the year where you might be starting to get in some of those ass lines. But we mentioned a pretty infamous victory already this season on the show. We mentioned a certain conference that is dear and dear to our hearts. I'm sticking with it. If the famous Cardinal, who their jerseys when they were playing Oregon, very clean, by the way, well done. You figure they beat Oregon. Arizona State's a little bit on the ropes. I'm not saying it's something outright. That would be a little bit far-fetched to go back to back. But Stanford, the line already being bet down to plus 12 against Arizona State. Didn't it start at 14? Yeah, 14, 14 and a half. When I went and I made that pick, it was 12. Come on, Sharps. Keep, Mark, the, keep the squid train going. The thing is, is you want that uh, you want that higher number, though, because that's and more fallback for you. Well, yeah, because with point totals. Don't get me started on that bullshit because I lost a I lost a win last week because of it. I had Charlotte plus eleven when the game was originally picked. The line fell to ten. The final score was twenty four fourteen. I got a push out of it. So don't get me started on that line moving bullshit. We've done it that way the entire run of the show. No, I'm well aware. I'm just saying our point total tiebreakers. Yeah, you're fucked. A little bit. A little bit. It might be your internet because I can hear him perfectly and I can see you perfectly too. So y'all don't sound like shit to each other. No, no. you don't sound like shit to us. So. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, no, y'all sound like shit this whole time. I don't know what's happening, but it's not great over here. Uh, if anybody's listening and can comment and let us know how the audio is coming across, it would be greatly appreciated. But let's go ahead and continue with our predictions yeah. here. John was like, how bad was – yeah, you do realize it was a wrong show. But as he says, when we had all three of us back, quality came back. So, Thanks, Yeah, what probably, ha what probably happened is the audio went to shit with Randy's video. Randy yep. broke the show. Thanks, Shocker. Anyways, uh – I, I I I'm going to the I'm going to the conference that's hold that's held nearest and dearest to my heart. <laughs> it do be facts though. Fuck that's him a, and that seven ten will live forever. That's a that's how life is like a game show reference, which is available here on the W two M network as well. Plug. All right. Anyways, uh, Wait, I'm going what? back. Plug. Plug. No, not that kind of plug, you pervert. <laughs> Anyways, family show. Anyway, moving on. Um, Ken's is like, Jesus. Uh, I'm going back to my favorite conference. I'm staying in the SEC for my prediction this week. You know what? I mentioned earlier that Georgia looked unstoppable. Don't do, Auburn, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't make my mistake. No, don't do it. Save yourself. Auburn. Gave Penn State a game. game. Auburn gave Penn State a game in the whiteout setting up in Happy Valley. Give me the Auburn Tigers plus 15 and a half against Georgia. Damn. South 
South Carolina, they are not. Yeah, I mean, and I even get that. With or Ar- being- Arkansas. Excuse me, it was Arkansas. Yeah, because I got to say, Georgia and Auburn, the South. Yes, Virginia and North Carolina, the South's oldest rivalry. Deep nothing. They played eight months prior, you fuckers. Still, though, don't. Come on, Arkansas was a top 10 team, too. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Can I just point out the irony that Eric has his hair up and he's ready to square up? All right, let's move over. As Chiseled Adonis would say, I will activate my dreadlock powers. Heronicles chapter 13, verse 7. Can't stop, won't stop. The Lord our God has dreadlocks. Hmm. Why do I have the Samuel L. Jackson line in my head now? And I will strike down upon thee with great anger and furious vengeance. Take me to church. I work. Okay, moving on. And moving over to the national. So much just happened in that 30 seconds. And moving over to the National Football League. As mentioned, uh, Randy has the Giants and the 49ers. 30 seconds if it were just me, but I digress. Family show, Ken's your pick, NFL. Cincinnati. Was it? Cincinnati over Green Bay. I was looking at the survivor. (laughs) Cincinnati over the Packers. Eric? All right. Well, real quick. No, real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Is it possible to bring back the unprofessional nickname? I think it's worthy. Fucking with you, Ken. Go ahead, Eric. Right. Show the J- show the JTN comment. Well, that's because he provides a perfect segue. Thank you. Because he's um. saying Jets over Falcons, Gators over Vandy, obviously, in a long shot, Old Miss over Arkansas. I don't think Old Miss over Arkansas is a long shot. That game is in uh that game is in, at Ole Miss. Right. And Arkansas is coming off of getting their asses handed to them by Georgia. However, that Jets pick does hold a little bit of relevancy on this particular podcast, Eric. Because way yonder across the pond at Fair Wembley Stadium, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time Sunday. I'm listening. Go ahead. This is the Pavlov death clear. This was the one. This was the one. I said nothing. You have the Jets playing the Falcons. Now, granted, even Randy was warning me about this. The Jets going after their first win of the season, heading on a long flight, and I get that. But lest we forget who they're playing, Falcons don't have a good record. Falcons are the absolute choke artists with not even a single need for a safe word with them. I mean, this is setting up mighty well for the Jets to go ahead and build some momentum. So you're looking at a simple, what, plus three? And I'm getting a key number on this. Come on. J-E-T-S win for Christ's sake. If he would have completed that sentence like the fan base normally does, I might have had to kick him off this podcast. I can't go that far. Not in good conscience. Never go full Jets. Never. Um, 
So Carolina fucked me. They waited until the fourth quarter to actually play a football game. Because it was 36 to 14 after three. And then 14 nothing Carolina in the fourth, and they were driving again. So fuck them. Give me Philadelphia plus three and a half against Carolina this week. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> so wait, hang on. If you get the, if you did, you'd get a visit from me in a sandwich. Also, the only good sports in ATL does get covered on soccer to the max. Yeah, Atlanta United. They're the ones immune from the Atlanta choke job situation. He does have a point there. Eric, I'm thinking we may mix this up a little bit this week. Oh. And instead of wrapping up the show with this, we do this before we go to the big ending. Oh, I'm listening. Let's whip it out. It's time for Dick of the Week. I'm going first here, if you don't mind. Floor's yours. Because I told Eric that this Dick of the Week was specifically dedicated to him. The National Women's Soccer League. Kindly, cordially, and thoroughly go fuck yourselves. Owen, believe me, we covered this on last Sunday's episode. There's been further developments that we'll discuss this Sunday. You talk about shit hitting the fan of epic proportions. A pox on all of them. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. You can't say it like that. If like you're going to do that, you got to do it right. Dishonor well, on you. Then. Dishonor on your cow. You got No, you can't do it. No. That deserved an extra angry dishonor on their cows. Lisa Baird specifically. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. On a few different levels. And the entirety of the management staff that is the National Women's Soccer League. I'd call you a dick, but then you just say it didn't exist. Eric? Mark Lamping, you know the drill by now. How the fuck am I supposed to top that? Really? <laughs> Mark okay. Lamping, Urban Meyer, Shad Khan, all of you. You're all ticks this week for making us suffer even more than we have to. Mark so, Emmerich. Mark Emmerich. Yeah, Mark Lamping and Mark. Well, hell, you can even throw Mark Emmerich for NCAA too. And even a little bit, I will throw an extra. Andre Borregalis. Again, one job. Why does everybody have to fucking make me suffer? And the DC United defense, for that matter, too. It was a shit week. Kent? Not ever in the manner that I would want to say this, but Josh Allen fucked me. So, fuck you, Josh Allen. I need him to target Cole Beasley a little bit more. Because I'm trying to win money. And when my wide receiver doesn't get any fucking looks and you decide to let Singletary just fucking run and then give Knox two fucking touchdowns and fuck uh, Cole Beasley, apparently. So, fuck you, respect, Josh Allen. 
Hey, hey, no, hey, you know what? Harry? No, 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 you know what? No, no, no. Fuck you, Brian Dayball. Fuck you. I hate him anyways. His fault. His play call. Fuck Brian Dayball. Maybe if we make the first part of that rant happen, a lot of stuff will go away. There's there's a comment there that I'm not gonna make. Nope. No. I would I would I would do terrible things to marry Josh Allen. Okay, when you say terrible things. But, but, wait, 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 nope, nope, Eric, I got this one. This, this, this one's mine. Pick or choose. Taysom Hill, Josh Allen. Josh Allen could, <laughs> family, ruin me. <laughs> Eric. That almost was so bad. Pull up the graphics. We're going to move on from that because neither of us is allowed to touch that one. Well, technically, technically, though, there's that a way around. Nope. Back, back to the uh, Twitter names. Nope. Change, change your, uh, change your handle, Eric. No, but but I mean, if you think about it, there's a gold mine right no. there. No. 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 Ken, that's your Twitter handle on the screen there. Where else can people find you online? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or all either Ed's underscore Ken or Ken underscore Ed's. So if you end up following the wrong one, just follow them both just to be safe. It's usually a picture of my face. Eric, where can people find you online? Well, when I'm not doing a whole bunch of podcasts here at the W2M Network, you can find me on Twitter, the handle below, at Squid Sportshead. You can also find me on Facebook, where when it does exist, I'm probably going to start talking mad shit about it. You can still look me up anyways. There, Eric Watkins, you know the deal, Guy Wine Recliner. Now, granted, if you want to know the ideas that I am going to present to Fair Kings here off air, that are going to be potentially quite profitable if she agrees. And I know I'm going to present a very solid argument of multiple solid, very strong arguments. Slide into my DMs, undergo a strict and thorough vetting process. You will gain access to these ideas via my dark Twitter, my kick, my Telegram, my Snapchat, my fansly, not so much only fans because, you know, they may still change your mind about a few things, but we ain't even talking about that right now. In any other of those particular delights that you may see. And, of course, as always, this plug brought to you by the fine folks at Rick's TNT LLC. Website coming soon. Tax consulting services now available. Tutoring services available. Notary public and wedding officiating services available in the state of Florida. Kens, I'm telling you, there's money to be made. I'm going to start with a cheap plug. Uh, make sure you guys check out Home is Where the Hallmark is. Liz Puglisi and Amber Teasley covering all your Hallmark movie needs over on the Chairshot Radio Network. Liz is good people. There's there's a comment about Amber putting up with Jason that I just keep to myself. Jason knows I love him still. We're, we'll get him back on the show eventually. Um, so that's over on the Chair Shot Radio Network. Home is where the hallmark is. I just wanted to give the ladies a quick shout out. Uh, I am at HCB the Eagle pretty much everywhere. 
Eric is at Squid Sports Head because he didn't actually specifically say it. Yes, I did. I didn't hear it. We did. Yeah, I said at the Twitter. Okay, then apparently, apparently, I'm apparently I'm fucking deaf. Good to know. Uh, I I actually didn't say it two weeks ago, and that's why I was trying to pay close attention here. I am at ATB the Eagle literally everywhere there is a social media presence. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, MySpace. That's right. My MySpace is still active. Discord, which Eric didn't plug. So yeah, I got it. Okay, here. look. Yes, the W2M Network Discord. I didn't quite forget about it. Hell, I've been busy preparing some of the other main podcasts there on the show. But we got our different channels for us to be able to interact because, again, we appreciate fan feedback around here, especially now when we desperately need it. Wait, what? Um, the Snapchat still exists. It's just not active. That's okay. That's okay. That we had you for one day. Uh, no, it was closer to like a week. But um, we'll see what happens with that there. That's pretty much where you can find me. In addition, uh, I'm on uh, Yahoo as well. If you guys want to send me any feedback you have here. But remember, hey, it was my. this has been my handle since I was 16 years old, Ken. I've had this handle almost as long as you've been alive. I'm 25. I know. I'm 36. So that means I've had this handle for 20 years. That's 80% of your life. That more than classifies as all more. <laughs> Take it from a mathematician, and there's one in there in the comments that will agree with me. I forgot that you're not my age, so it didn't make much sense to me until I Yeah. I'm, all, I'm a decade older than you, kiddo. And I can call you kiddo because I was 11 when you were born. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, we both can, so. You will not do any of the such, Eric. Well, I don't know what you're talking about with that. I mean, uh, one other quick shout out here, uh, and this is the message specifically for Crystal. You know I love you, but we about to whoop that ass this weekend. Go Braves! Yeah, I just get to sit back and uh, you know raise up, baby. Because hey, not everybody in the American League can win a hundred games. Sorry about your luck, Randy. Better luck next year. <laughs> Enjoy that division. Enjoy that wild card loss, Randy. Again, as that previously mentioned to Elisa Baird, thank you. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> you have been listening to The Kickoff, a presentation of the W2M Network online at W2Mnet.com. In addition, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast listening services, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbeat, CastBox. Hey, I got them all without fucking it up this week, Eric. <laughs> Round of applause for myself. Anyways, in addition, hey, Ken, guess what? I can't. What? I tried. Eric, guess what? Spotify's here. And eventually, Ken will be able to get through this. Eventually, Ken will be able to do this bit. We thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week here on The Kickoff, a presentation of the W2M Network. Oh, man.